the Box Officer Podcast with Mel McKay and Derek Zemrak. Well, happy Friday, Derek Zemrak. How's life in the box officer's world? It's going great, thank you. we got two new movies hitting the theaters, and we'll also talk about what's happening at the theaters. All right, let's start with the movie The Hill. What the heck is this about? It's an inspirational film based on a true story about a young boy's dreams of becoming a professional baseball player. Aww. This movie's about Ricky Hill, who is played by Colin Ford, who was in The War with Grandpa, and also... We bought a zoo. He was born with a genetative uh, spinal disease, and he wears braces on his legs as a child, but it's not going to stop him, and he's going to follow his dream. The biggest obstacle that he has, it appears to be his protective father, who is a pastor, and that is portrayed by veteran actor Dennis Quaid, who does an excellent job as that overbearing protector father and truly believing in the faith will carry his son through and he should not be playing baseball okay this is also a kid that's had a great career and his father had never seen one of his games it's like a footloose type conflict between a strong father and a son and faith itself okay uh, overall the movie moves along at a consistent pace it's a little bit slow at times are we gonna have to bring back the sloth rating on this one is it <laughs> yeah, that no. bad <laughs> that's right that's right i forgot about that <laughs> uh, quaid's character is being a pastor at times it does feel like it's a faith-based film and i'm not knocking the faith-based film in any way sure. but it comes to be a little bit overburdened at times but that's who his father was and his side of it was i'm going to protect you you're not going to get hurt now jump to when he's older like in high school and he gets into another injury which causes him not to be able to play baseball during his senior year but he's still not giving up and ricky's gonna follow his dream if his father wants him to or not don't search on ricky hill online before you see this movie it's only in theaters it's a slightly over two hours i felt like some of the scenes could have been edited a little bit chop it oh, under oh, two please. hours long and i think you would have a more solid flowing script but overall i feel that it probably warrants two and a half slates out of five okay. and it's probably leading high towards the true story and my love for baseball so <laughs> <laughs> that's totally fair we'll take it so blue beetle was number one at the box office which surprised me that it dethroned barbie and that was the movie you reviewed for us last week were you surprised by the results <laughs> Somewhat, but also Barbie, you know, has been around for five weeks yeah. at that point. The problem with Blue Beetle, it only did $25 million, which is the lowest DC comic movie ever released into a theater. So it wasn't great in terms of a superhero film in, mm -hmm. at any stretch. Was I surprised? Yeah, I was. I think I might have even said that, that it's going to be interesting to see how it does. Uh, but the thing that's happening right now at theaters is has to do with the strike. I mean, the you know, Screen Actors Guild is on on strike in support of the you know the writers right. and the actors cannot promote their movies now because they can't do press junkets they can't do red carpet interviews the stuff isn't getting out there into the mainstream media to encourage people to go see movies now this is a huge thing because right now always you know once kids are back in school end of august september october tends to be the lull time for movie theaters but now you're seeing studios push movies that there were supposed to be released because there's always one or two that can carry you know some people into the box office 
But the problem is they're moving them, so there's nothing again for movie theaters. Now, movie theaters have been so lucky over the last six weeks now with the success of Barbie and Oppenheimer, and now you're at a a lull point. But it does fall into the thing that I'm going to talk about right now is last year, NATO, the National Theater Owners Association, they started a National Cinema Day, and this will be this Sunday, and it's a $4 day. So you can go to the movies, see any movie you want for $4. So <laughs> that's trying to get people back into the theater, but, you know, as a theater owner, also I feel it's like, okay, it would be good if they had some product out for people <laughs> to come back and say, wow, that was good. But I don't know, is $4 going to make people go back to the theater if they were questionable whether or not? And this even takes us even further is what's going to happen in nine months from now when they haven't been shooting anything and there's no more product. So theater's going to have another obstacle to come over. So something <sighs> like The Hill that I reviewed is always something that kind of <laughs> has to come to get people back to the theater. So with that said, I want to talk about another movie. That is Golda. Now Golda is another true story based on Golda Meir, who was Prime Minister of Israel during the Yom Kippur War in 1973. Stars Helen Mirren. Oh, love love Helen Mirren. You know, one of the best actresses, oh. you know, of our time. Yes. But the movie itself focuses on Golda during this situation that's happening. Now, they're billing it as a war movie. It's based on her reactions of a war going on and the conflicts that were happening, but not, you don't see any war at all. It's a dialogue driven. Huh based on the situation that she experienced. Now, the problem is the script isn't that good. So oh, <laughs> man. Like you're like, really? So that is one of the problems. Now, Helen Mirren can carry a film, no matter what it is, always gives a great performance, which she does in this movie. But the only thing is, I think it's the worst makeup job I have seen. Really? I don't know what it is. The prosthetic fake nose to try to make her look like her was just distracting on the screen. I also felt like, one, I, I don't know much about this time period. Yeah, um, me either. And so it was like I read about some stuff after, which is always good when a movie says tells you you need to know more. But I needed to know more about her, not <laughs> about the movie. <laughs> right. And I think that's what they were missing. You found out about this woman, Golda Dur- during her reactions during this conflict that's going on, but it, you don't know about her. You have no idea who she is. You have no idea what caused her to make those types of reactions. There's no character development in, mm. in, in this sense. So overall, I, she was a fascinating woman and a very powerful woman to be able to handle the situations, but why? Yeah. Why? What drove her and created her as a young person? This is a biopic, supposedly. You know, <laughs> So talk about slow pace. This one is extremely slow. Ugh. Even you know a, a great actress like Helen Mirren cannot carry something if you're not interested in the product itself. Yeah. So heavy, heavy dialogue. So you got to be into that. And one of the funniest things was is almost one of the opening scenes was like of a pan down to he- you know Helen Mirren's character Golda, and it's like almost like it was so slow that it was like okay. We're going to show you Helen Mirren, but it is not Catherine the Great or the Queen. It's Golda. <laughs> you know, and it was like, it felt like, yeah, that was, that was a, uh, 
you know, a turnoff for me, but that's me. Helen Mirren, you know, is a great actress. She can hide behind different things. Yeah, that's it. And I'm giving it two slates out of five. And okay. that's being generous because Helen Mirren does do a wonderful performance with what she has, but she can't take it to that level. And the story just wasn't interesting. There was missing so many things. So, Aw, man, that's kind of disappointing. It. it usually never is, but I looked up to see what Rotten Tomatoes has had for it. And Rotten Tomatoes right now is... It hasn't even hit the theaters. It's at a 50. Ooh, ow. Yeah, so, <laughs> so. All right, my friend. Do you think we're going to have anything good to talk about, or do we have to take a week off because of the writer's strike? <laughs> Uh, let's let's see what see what's okay. happening. I, I can't think of what's coming out, so that's a bad point. We'll so. just pay it by year, okay? All right. Well, week by week we go here. Exactly. Thanks, Derek. I right, take care. Stream the box officer now at kkiq.com and Apple and Google Podcasts.